Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how are you doing? LJ, doing good. Very excited to talk about our Week 9 Team of the Week. Crazy to think that we are almost at double-digit weeks into the MLB season, but we are flying. We're just over the third um, way marker. We're about a little over thirty-three percent into this into the season. Um, LJ, we've certainly seen a lot, um, but there's still a lot of games and storylines and just things to talk about um, left in this season. Yeah, I mean, we're really again. We joked about it being, honestly, now it's a joke, um, the 12 days of Memorial Day as we go through all of the major storylines, the developing storylines of the season. Um, we are now on what? We're at least, yes, we are at almost 10 days into these days of Memorial Day. We have gotten through four of our days of Memorial Day, and our more days of Memorial Day aren't even going to be able to cover all of the different narratives going on right now. But today we are on another break as it is team of the week. Brandon, how are you feeling about your team this week? Pretty strong. Um, I feel like there was a lot of um, positions where there was really one guy that um, was a standout. Yeah, I think that's a uh, definitely a good spot to say. There was also a couple of the guys that got absolutely screwed over at. I mean, I'm thinking second base. You think um, right field, you think DH. Like there, there were some real strong candidates at all of those positions that really kind of got the short end of the stick purely because other guys just had even better weeks. Yeah, I, I know, absolutely. Um, well, should we get right into it? Um, actually, actually, right before we get into it, something I wanted to bring up. I noticed today the Cardinals and Rays played a game this afternoon. And I, be- and I believe the final time of the game was less than two hours. Are you serious? I believe. Brandon, um, if you're messing with me, I swear 
one hour and 54 minutes, according to MLB.com. Oh, that's it. We're having a pizza party next show. <laughs> a pizza party. MLB daily pizza party. LJ, write down stuff for the titles. Write that down right now. MLB daily pizza party. Write that down. No, MLB daily pizza party Eve. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, we're having it. This is this is a win for baseball. You know, it, it's especially a win considering this was a decent game. You know, this is actually actually this is the modern baseball fans' dream. Ron Manfred's absolute dream right here. I, I mean, I'm serious. You look at this, you have a situation. I, I can't believe what I'm looking at. Um, LJ is so happy when I'm looking. I see this, and I, I'm just looking at this. This game 100% was just sucked and was terrible. How? There was five This is, this is, this is on paper. This there was is on paper a very interesting hits. game. Because you have you like watching 19, 19 total strikeouts. That's what you like watching. Nineteen total strikeouts. Well, I've never five total hits. I've never made it a secret of the fact that I do love myself some strikeouts. I do love myself a well pitched game. And actually, I believe your numbers are off. That's twenty one strikeouts in the game. Um, unless we're looking at different games. June 9th. Miles Michaelis had nine. Jason Adam had one. You're looking so. at the wrong game. No, it's June 9th. Yep. Today. Yep. Diamondbacks Reds, you said? No, Cardinal oh. Rays. Cardinals Rays. Then it's oh yeah, no, this game sucked. That's uh, LJ. Come on now. LJ. You thought I come on, bud. All right. Can you I tell you have to though? It would have been very amazing. It would have been amazing if it was Diamondbacks Reds, which ends. 5-4, yeah. 21 strikeouts in the game, thir- uh, 15 hits. Basically what happens, this is the modern guy's dream. Cincinnati gets out to a 3-0 lead in the first inning. I'm not sure how that was. Joey Votto brings the guy in, a sack fly. Arizona he's low-key been, been a picking it up lately too, Joey Literally, since Votto. he came back from the IL, he's been fine. Um, then Pavin Smith goes yard in the fifth to – make it a three to one game. So that's three innings in the middle that didn't have anything happen. Throw away run in the middle. Then we get to the ninth inning as the Arizona Diamondbacks come storming back and score four runs in the ninth inning. Cincinnati puts one more on the board to try to make it close and end up falling five to four. If that game had ended in under two hours, it this one went three and a half hours. You have to admit that would have been the dream, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. With the pitch clock, that might be possible. Yeah. All, all this can be yours with the pitch clock. Well, shortest game of the MLB season. Shortest one since 2015, White Sox and Blue Jays, and that was Mark Burley versus Chris Sale, um, two faster working pitchers, especially Mark Burley. But Well, more, more amazingly, Shane McClanahan, eight innings pitched. Yeah, there was, um, three, there was three pitchers in this game, which is also odd. But the fact that the Rays would go that long with their starter, um, yeah, the Rays are probably the least likely team you would have expected to be in a uh, short game. Shane McClanahan also probably had some of the biggest luck today I've ever seen. Um, 
the Cardinals had a 213 expected batting average and only ended up with two hits. Um, they hit, I want to pull it up here. Just there was so many hits. The car I saw something on Twitter. They had like four or five hits over a hundred miles an hour that resulted in an out. Yeah. So uh Edmundo Sosa 108 mile an hour line out. Tyler O'Neill, 103 mile an hour line out. Andrew Kisner, 103 mile an hour line out. Tommy Edmond, 103 mile an hour line out. Juan Yepes, 103 mile an hour line out. Like that is just unbelievable luck there. It's almost like they had defenders in the field to catch those. That's crazy. Um, oh. But yeah. Um, yeah, this sucks. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, sure. All right. If we, can get, if we can get two and a half hours moderately more interesting, we're really cooking here. But anyway, I believe we're here for teams of the week, correct? Yeah, we are. Um, we're going to start off with pitchers, as always. Yep, and as always, we start at the one position, and we are going to go with Nathan Eovaldi here as my starting pitcher of the week. He gets two starts, wins both of them, goes 11 innings over that stretch, doesn't allow a run, 10.6 strikeouts per nine, 0.82 walks per nine. Among the people with half a war or more, he is, or excuse me, with 0.6 among the group with 0.6 war this week, he is the only one below one in terms of walk rate. Um, just great time at the office, and he beats the great almighty Reed Detmers, who Brandon thought was untouchable by any pitcher of quality. I go with Sandy Alcantara um, for my pitcher of the week. His two starts this week, the first one against the Giants, Seven innings, three hits, no earned runs, eight Ks. Last night against the Nationals, nine innings, six hits, no earned runs, six strikeouts to no walks. Unfortunately, does not get the complete game, does not get the shutout, does not get um, the win as he gets a no decision (laughs) as the game goes into extras and the Marlins end up winning just I mean, what? Uh, yeah, that's okay. But that's you're talking 16 scoreless innings um, on the week, and only a total of 11 base runners in 16 innings. That's pretty solid. Um, uh, it's very solid. And again, you're talking about one more in the win stat, and he probably gets my uh, vote. Um, hey, he had won four starts in a row coming into this game. So, but was that four, like four starts without a no decision, or is he still like is that ongoing? No, no, he had won four starts in a row heading into last, uh, yeah, last night's game, and that that's really good. I mean, I'm not sure where those lined up on the calendar based on their matchups, but for a team that's been very inconsistent, like to get that level that they're at least giving him some sort of run support or at least enough run support is very impressive. He's gone at least capitalize on it. In his last six games, he's gone at least seven innings and allowed one earned run or less in all of them. Fantastic. Just Cy Young Sandy right here. Cy Young Sandy? I'm all not right. sure I'm 100%. I'm not 120% there yet, but I'm like 90. Okay. I don't think I can get it. I don't, I, I don't see how I can buy into anyone at this point. I mean, I the uh, 
NL Cy Young race isn't nearly as intriguing as the um, AL, but I'm not buying into anyone too too much too early. All right, at catcher, I believe at catcher, first base, and second base, we go with the same three. Yes, but before we get into that, did we want to touch on the Angels? They did lose again. Yeah, uh, they lose one nothing. Um, you know, just an overall tough game. Um, Reed Detmers pitched actually contrary to what LJ says. I think pretty good. Uh, I agree, he did pitch pretty good. I'm just kind of over him being turned into this like deity by Brandon. Well, <laughs> Overrated. I just he's gonna be a good pitcher. He's gonna be a great pitcher. Four and a third, three hits, no earned runs. He I mean, I don't know what you what else you want him to do. I'm just saying if you're picking a if you're picking a team, if you're building a team, a seven game series, you're looking for your pitcher. And you have the option between yeah. Nathan Ivaldi and Reed Detmers. You're picking Nathan Ivaldi. I know, I, I know, I am. But all so then, why has why did this argument even happen yesterday? Because we, I was we were talking about the games that the Angels have the most likely chance to win, and I was like, at some point they're going to have to win, and I could definitely see it see it happening against against Reed Boston's Detmers. best starter. With one of their best starters on the mound on the other side. All I know is they squandered another great pitching performance. And is there is there a possibility Shohei Otani has to go like superhuman in this game tonight to break out of this? It almost feels like because you know what? This team isn't able to put together the run support to get any of their other top pitchers when they pitch well. A win right now what does otani have to do score a couple runs himself hit a home run yeah win one nothing yeah like that's basically where we're at with him he needs a terrific they need a terrific performance out of him because i mean even if changing your lineup song to um what was it walk-up song not lineup song i'm blanking on the name what's their name the band we were just talking about this before we started Nickelback. Nickelback, thank you. First of all, I don't understand why people have an issue with Nickelback. They're fine. They're a solid band. Are they fine because you didn't even know what their name was? They create good music. Animals, Are they fine? Are you Animals sure fine? is an absolute banger. Okay? <laughs> sure they're fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I, feel, I feel firm in the fact. Animals is a good song. They are fine. They're not great. They're fine. I, they get overhated. Reed Detmers gets underhated. Nickelback overhated. Um, yeah. But yeah. 14 in a row. Um, and then they're about to go face two top four teams. Yeah, they're done. Um, okay. Let's, yeah. So we've got the same catcher, first baseman, and second baseman. And that is Alejandro Kirk, Yandy Diaz of the Mariners, or excuse me, of the Rays at first base, and Marcus Simeon of the uh, Rangers at second base. Um, let's start with Alejandro Kirk. Um, just keeps on chugging along with another great week and 
what has been a phenomenal season for him. 526 batting average this week with a 610 on base percentage. Yeah, this is next level stuff out of him. Walks more than he strikes out this week. Hits two bombs, scores six runs himself. Um, yeah, there's not a there's not a flaw in this guy's game this week. It's a matter of, you know, he plays one more game and you're talking about him as player of the week. Like he, it's, it was just a matter of lack of opportunities that he didn't get the award at this point. Well, Yandy Diaz did his best Barry Bonds impression this week with a 500 batting average and a 696 on base percentage, 39.1 walk percentage in the 23 plate appearances he had this week. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, Brandon. This has been, you know, a defense, first off, defensively a weak year for the first baseman, even for first baseman standards. But with that being said, you know, he, he, he's able to rise to the cream of the cup, crop consistently and be a solid option there for him, for them. And he's certainly a more than a solid option at the plate. Doesn't strike out at all over this stretch. And you're like, right, that slash line is just ridiculous. Yandy is indeed dandy. And then at second base, LJ and I were almost apoplectic when we realized that we had to do it and pick Marcus Simeon. Can't lie, he raked five homers, four stolen bases this week with a 414 average, 433 on base, 931 slugging. Um, LJ, there's the 2021 of Marcus Simeon that we're used to. Yeah, I mean, let's see it keep going. Does it keep going? I mean, we're talking about a situation. How many home runs does he have now? I think Um, six on the season, which isn't terrible. He is more than Joey Gallo. All right, well, that's not the the line to – that's not the threshold here. He does have six, (laughs) but he's got six in the last two weeks. Like – this is some Trevor Story level stuff right here. Not not the not the same as what he did. What he did was unbelievable. But this is a very strong situation. I believe he's the first player in MLB history to have seven hits and three home runs in the same day. Wow. Okay, that's right. Yeah, because he he's certainly not the first to have three homers um, across the span of two games on the same day. But because I know Bonds did that before. But, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, seven hits across two games. Yeah, I'm not sure if it was the first ever, but it was at least the first in, like, the last 50 years. Very impressive stuff. We'll see if this ends up being, you know, just a wicked hot streak where he got everything going all at once or if this is hit the start of his turnaround and he just – like this is him breaking out into – a little more of what we were expecting to see out of Marcus Simeon. And it's all coming at a good time too, where this team's really trending in the right direction. They're now four games under 500. They're tied for second in the AL West. I mean, that doesn't say much with the angels right now, but that's still an achievement. That's better than we were thinking that they were going to be this year. Wouldn't you agree that three was probably the high we expected out of this team? Third? Yes. Um, I could uh, could have seen them third to fifth, but. I also just realized we have the same third baseman 
in Brandon Drury. Um, what a story this is for the Reds this year. Um, I remember when he this guy was on the Yankees um, during the 2018 season. Uh, you know, I always thought he was a pretty good hitter, had great bat to ball skills, but just could never really find a spot. He was he was dealing with some eye issues when he was with the Yankees. But now with the Reds, um, he's I honestly think their best hitter this year, stat wise. Um, and a great week, three homers, 11 runs scored, 435 batting average and a 0.6 war. Yeah, fantastic week, you know. It's weird seeing another name at the top of this list. I mean, Rafael Devers only ends up with 0.3 war, 188 weighted runs created plus. I mean, for starters, the fact that we're complaining about guys having a 188 weighted runs created plus, that's just kind of funny in terms of even on the weekly level, like that's a solid, more than solid line. Like we don't have this many guys competing up at the top of the uh, – leaderboard on a weekly basis with such high batting stance um Mm -hmm. manny machado's like nowhere to be found nolan arnado's like nowhere to be found um this has certainly been this is this is an interesting one absolutely um shortstop was also very interesting where did you go there brandon at shortstop i ended up going with mr tommy edmund over seven games, he has half a war this week. Slashes 310, 312, 414. He also hits a homer, scores eight runs, and grabs two bags. Really, really strong stuff from him. I'm going with, um, hold on, if I can get the leaderboard up here. I went with Andres Jimenez. Um, he only plays five games, but I thought it was super impactful in those games, especially on the defensive side um, when you look at some of those stats. Two homers, five RBIs, four runs scored, 375 average, 444 on base percentage, and a slugging up near uh, the 900 range. Yeah, terrific week for him, 100%. All right, moving over to left field. And another name I wasn't expecting to be picking this week kind of ran, ran under the radar for me. Brandon, I'm going with Ian Hapapa. <laughs> Ian Hap. Ian Hapapa goes with 0.4 war, slashes 3.91, and 6.52. Uh, home run, three RBIs. Really, really good week for him. I like it. I'm taking Kyle Schwarber. Um, you like them Schwarbombs? Yeah, two Schwarbombs, seven runs scored, and a walk rate of 20.8%. Um, that's like old school Kyle Schwarber. Like, that, or, well, no, I shouldn't say old school. That's, you know, when when this guy's fully on, you know, that's that's why a Boston felt so comfortable. And same with the the Nationals, why they felt so comfortable hitting him in the leadoff spot. Um, and, you know, 500 on base percentage for the week, 368 average. Um, and like we said, the two homers. So, yeah, um, good for Kyle Schwarber having to finally get some run solely in the outfield now. Yeah. 
he he's the type of guy who you know what he's not the most athletic but i feel like that's where most of his trouble comes it's not lack of focus it's not lack of discipline and so overall he's going to be able to find ways to give you value especially being able to keep keeps the bat going almost no matter what it feels like and he's going to give you decent enough defense even if some numbers tell you otherwise uh, i'll never dis- i'll never not support Kyle Schwarber Center field, I ended up going with Byron Buxton, a name we haven't seen a ton on this list. How many picks do you think he has this year? Because it's mostly been Judge and Center or Trout. Yeah, I I I think he's been on here once, maybe. Um, I I believe he's been on here. Is this the first time? No. Okay, you picked him is your DH week three. That is correct. And that was, was that, that way that wasn't when he was coming back from injury where he was actually DHing. That was before I decided to go with pure DHs. Yes. DH eligible players. So yeah. Interesting. Amazing. He hasn't gotten on here because this has been still a very strong season from him. Either way, he hits two home runs, scores four drives in three and slashes 368, 478. 789. I end up going with Aaron Judge. Um, four homers, seven RBIs across seven games, 357 average, 455 on base, and uh, another 0.6 war. And uh, he's up to 22 homers now. Um, and, you know, I don't want to get into any crazy talk, but, you know, we could potentially see a 50 homer season out of him. That's not even crazy talk anymore, which is the sad thing. I mean, yes, with the juice ball or on the dead balls, it's less likely, but honestly, the scoring pace is getting to the point where there's going to be a guy flirting with 50 every year. I would not be shocked if judge surpasses at this point. Like it would take something like it would take a, 2021 Xander Bogarts-esque back half where he gets, you know, Judge gets hurt. Judge maybe isn't feeling his best. Judge goes cold at points. And so basically just you get a situation where nothing goes right for him in the second half. That's the only way I can see him truly slowing down and truly like not being a front runner for just about every award at this point. Yeah, um, I certainly agree with that. Brandon, um, I feel like you're going to be more opinionated on this next one. You love yourself some Kyle Tucker, and we both took him for our right fielder. Yeah, another great week out of him. Two homers, five RBIs, 19% walk rate, fourth 29 batting average, 538 on base percentage. Um, just this, look, this, this dude's a stud. The Astros knew he was a stud when they picked him fifth overall back in 2015. And, um, you know, already 2.2 war this year, and no one's really talking about him still. So I'm I'm going to keep uh, picking him for player of the week as I see fit. Um, actually, I don't know if I have picked him yet this year, which seems strange. Um, certainly have talked. Oh, no, right there. I see week four. I picked him in right field. Yeah, I mean, he's he, he can have these weeks where he looks like one of the best players in the league um, and still super young. Has a lot of potential. Yeah, again, terrific player on a terrific 
terrific team with a terrific support system there, that's really what builds that potential and capitalizes on it. And then moving over to the DH, another guy that Brandon, Z- Brandon loves here, Jordan Alvarez makes this list yet again, having a terrific season, ends up getting 0.8 war. And I don't think he played much in the field this week, did he? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, I, I wanted to check that as uh, I go with, uh, I don't remember, I don't remember him in the field much this week, which again, I'm not saying that based on his eligibility for this spot, because as far as I'm concerned, if you're qualified for the, for the position, you can win it, but to get 0.8 war with the defensive, um, drop down, um, he, all right, he played four games in the field. This yes. Week. He played. He played June 3rd in left field, June 4th in left field, June 6th in left field, and June 8th in left field. Yeah, so again, that makes a little more sense. But again, this is the type of guy that still can get over half war per week in the DH spot purely with his production offensively without the defensive negative bonus. Or not bonus, but penalty. Yeah. Um, And it seems like that this race between Jordan Alvarez and uh, J.D. Martinez for the ALDH Silver Slugger is going to be an incredible one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. And both of them, too, you know, depending on the award giver the, or the award voter, they're both, they're both probably going to end up being in that conversation at the end of the year for the MVP. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're looking solely on offensive war, I'm kind of shocked that JD is not in there, but he hasn't, again, certainly hasn't had the homers that you'd necessarily expect from him, even though the slugging, the on-base, all is still there. So, you know, part of when that eventually comes for him will jettison him up into that top 10 in those numbers. But I think both of them could be talked about by certain people. Uh, but the end of the year for the whole thing, not just Silver Slugger. Well, um, LJ, I believe that is going to – oh, no, we have to give our players of the week. Yes, Brandon, where are you going? Jordan Alvarez. Jordan. Jordan. I didn't know you had a Don Alvarez. Air Jordan Alvarez. Honestly, you know, all right, I've been thinking about that. And wanting to bring this up for a while, if I already have, remind me, because, like, the dude is missing out on great marketing opportunities if he just kind of, you know, starts trying to put something together. Why doesn't he have, like, his own baseball cleat line or batting gloves? Why does Jordan not pick him up? Like, why right? does Jordan not sponsor him? Come on. It's like, it's like um, not Yeezys, but, like, what's the fake cut type of Yeezys called? Uh, I don't know. There's like, or like, there's you know, like that off brand where they change one letter. Literally, Air Jordans. Every young baseball player in the world is going to have Air Jordans. I don't care if it's cleats. I don't care if it's the gloves. Can you imagine if they made a like, uh, like this would be crazy thinking. I don't know how this idea just came into my head, but if there was. If Jordan Brand made a baseball cleat line and it was called Jordan and the logo was just him swinging, 
instead of like you know jordan it's like him him yeah. like dunking the ball imagine just if jordan alvarez turns his next shoe brand into the next jordan but it's just called jordan we had the jordan the jordan to jordan succession brendan that's exactly what i'm saying here that's what exactly what i'm pitching and jordan himself could make a ton of money off of doing this because they're they're only in basketball if i'm correct they they make baseball cleats i Do think they really um well, I'm gonna see. I th- I believe so. Yeah. So they they make like the retro shoes, like the you know the Jordan One. They have like Jordan One cleats that you can buy. Um, but well, go, go mainstream, man. Like it's doable. Yeah. It's very doable for them to do it. And are they do- doing baseball cleats or is it only like f- football? I think I'm- no. I think that uh, actually I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure there's baseball. Um, either way, like go mainstream, get in on this because I have a feeling he's locked up on a good team. Jordan Alvarez is going to continue raking for the next at least six to seven years. He's going to keep going to the playoffs for the next very long time because that core there is terrific and is only, you know, they keep producing younger guys like, you'd think that losing George Springer and losing Carlos Correa would have ended this team. Losing those two huge pieces from their first championship, they're just as good, if not better, without those guys now. And so he's going to keep getting playoff appearances. You're going to keep getting eyes. Don't make this mistake here. Miss opportunities. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, sir. Absolutely. Well... That will wrap up today's show. Thank you for listening. I didn't give my player of the week. If you don't want it, it's fine. Yeah, no, we don't want it, LJ. Okay. Who is it? I went with Ian Hapapa. No, I'm kidding. Um, No, uh, instead of Ian Hapapa, I go with Yandy Diaz. I was originally going to go with Marcus Simeon here, but all of a sudden I sat there looking – at Yandy Diaz's line, his impact. And I talked myself into it just talking it out. And honestly, the biggest piece for me was the fact the 39% walk rate without striking out this week is just disgusting. Yeah. And I don't know why that excites me so much, but I just, I love it. All right. Well, this is the third time I'm trying to do this. So let's hope that we don't miss anything now. Thank you for listening. Check us out on Instagram, (laughs) Twitter, TikTok, MLB Daily Pod. Until then, we will see you. Have a good one. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. 
It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.